0: Name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Well, this is our Sunday of preparation before the preparation. Dean Gary said last week it was before the preparation, before the preparation, before the preparation. Oh, great and holy Lent and Pascha and all that follows. So this is the fifth Sunday before Lent, and it's either the 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 Gospel of of Zacchaeus or the Canaanite woman, but both have the same theme. The theme is desire. What do we desire? All that God has for me, or do I have other desires? So we check this uh, uh, kind of our spiritual condition today. What do I desire? What is my heart's desire? Canaanite woman is a beautiful example of persistence and patience. She stayed on that which she desired, which was the recovery of her daughter from demon possession. And she continued to pursue that desire kind of no matter what. Even to the point where the Lord seemed even to uh, offend her. Well, this is I. You every time I hear this gospel, I keep thinking he's not going to say that. You know, he's not going to call her a dog, right? You know, no. But he knew her faith. He knew that this she would rise above this and show how deep her desire was. This is the key element here. We have to see this desire and what it takes to fulfill those desires, especially the desire to be more godly, more holy. So persistence and patience today. I want to work on both those things. To live that life, to live that life uh, that God has put before us, we need to be persistent. Uh, Ephesians, I remember uh, persistence. uh, when When I think of persistence, the first thing I think of is being in this building. You know, there's a picture in your bulletin of that old church we had in Isla Vista, which they still call the church building, by the way. (laughs) They can't can't leave us alone out there. It's very beautiful. But that, that church, we knew we needed more, and we started to dream then, and 35 years ago, we wanted more. We knew we needed more. So we began to move in this direction, but it took years and years and years and years and years of persistence. It was like we are going to build a church on this piece of property no matter what with the help of God, with the help of God. And we had to stay that course. And, and, and it, it brought us a deep sense of humility because it was only God that was going to do this. We weren't going to do it. The lawyers weren't going to do it. The county wasn't going to help us. This wasn't going to happen unless God did it. And we believed our, our desire was that we would needed to be on this piece of property, to the glory of God, and we needed to focus on that and fight for that with the help of God. And finally we're here. God bless this effort. He blessed that desire, that persistence that we showed, that humility that we showed to be here. There's a line in Ephesians, one of my favorite verses, chapter 3, verse 20, Now, to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory. Those two adverbs together are incredible. Exceedingly abundantly, more than we can Do or think. That's how he blesses us with this desire. So We need to understand persistence. Being humble before God and being persistent is critical. This persistence also manifests itself and needs to manifest itself in relationship, marriage and friendship and in our church community. And persistence, and that needs love. You need to love each other. Husbands, wives, wives, husbands, children, parents, parents, children, friends, parishioners. We need to love each other. And we need to love no matter what. But I don't like that person. I don't like the way they talk. I don't like the way they think. I don't like their politics love no matter what they've offended me love no matter what persistence love is a persistent virtue that just fights and fights and fights for unity fights and fights and fights for the sense of coming together so find that for persistence to work in relationship Love is absolutely the key. It's a divine love, not a love based on conditions. So we need to see this and see how important it is to pursue this. And then also, we need persistence in overcoming our own sins. So, you know, when people come to me to confession, uh, there's always somewhat of an apology Father, I, I'm coming again with the same sins. Yes, you are. You are in a battle. You're in a war. And you're gonna, and the enemy knows your weaknesses, right? But you're in a battle. You have to understand that battle is constant. It begins when you wake up. You fight it all day long. There's so many yeses and nos, so many choices in your day to choose the right thought, to choose the right words, to choose the right deeds. It's a a battle. I want you to be excited about this. It's, It's an exciting war because God is giving you weapons to win, to defeat every enemy. There's not an enemy out there that contempts you that God does not have the weaponry to defeat. Not one. Now you're going to need to be persistent, right? You're going to have to learn how to use those weapons. You know, you're going to have to take them, the weapon of love, the weapon of humility, the weapon of contentment, the weapon of thanksgiving, the weapon of patience, all these things you need to use against these enemies, but there's not one enemy, not one temptation out there that God does not have a remedy for. Not one. So be excited about the war. And I'll tell you this, it's not going to (laughs) end. Get excited about it not ending. It doesn't end. It even happens when you're sleeping. That's okay because God is with you. God's desire to save is far greater than the enemy's desire to destroy. You have to understand this. God is a great victor. Turn to him. Ask him for help. It's so critical that we understand this. So, persistence. And then the virtue of patience. To to, to fulfill our desires, our godly desires, we need to be patient. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit given to us by God. It's a divine virtue. It's not just a psychological condition. Well, just be patient. Just be patient. It's not that. It's internal, it's a gift. It's the Holy Spirit in you. Patience, critical for us. A virtue given by God, given uh, to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what we have to understand. It's a gift given so we can live in the power of the Holy Spirit. To live this life, one of the saints was saying that this life is tiresome and long. Tiresome and long. And We need the, we need the strength, the patience to, to endure the crosses God gives to us in this life. We need to be able to wait on the Lord to abide in Christ patiently, patient assimilation of all the good intentions we have. So, how do we do this? And what's the important thing about this? The first is that we must understand that this is not the end. This life is not our 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 end, right? This, we don't contain our our hopes just in this life. It's the kingdom to come. We live in a, 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 a foretaste of that now, but it's that kingdom beyond us that we look forward to. So we, we don't put so much in this life. We don't put all our kind of eggs in this basket. We, we understand that there's a sense of going beyond this and importance of going beyond this. So that's really, really important to us. And um, I want to end with this about patience. I'll read this this scripture because it's very, very beautiful. James chapter 1, verse 2. Count it all joy. You know, when you hear that, you're going, oh no, watch out. You know, and you better watch out. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Knowing that testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Do you know what these the trials in life and this idea of being patient is about? It's about God perfecting you. God perfecting you. It's what he's doing when he puts something in front of you that you have to endure over time, it's for your perfection. So be excited about that. It's not easy, right? It's not easy. This isn't easy stuff. But it's, we, when we understand it, when we understand that our patient endurance of difficult situations is for our perfection, there's a reason behind it. And it ends when we finish that course, when we are perfected, when that that God intends to happen through this endurance is finished. Then he pulls that away. So I'll encourage you and then discourage you. I had a, I've said this before. I was went through a big, I had a, some big issues in in my life, and I was at a parish conference, and Father Joseph Copeland, one of my dear brothers, comes up to me, and I'm kind of down, i got my head in my, you know, down a little bit, and he pats me on the back, and he says, Father Nicholas, what's wrong? I said, you know, I'm just going through lots of stuff, and he said, Father, don't worry, it will pass, and then he starts walking away, and he turns back around, and he says, don't worry, something else will come. Why? Because God wants to perfect us. He wants to perfect us. This is the reason. We need to know reason. Why are you waiting? Why is this taking so long? Because he wants to perfect us. There's stuff to learn when we have to endure something over time. So, may this be our lot. May our godly desires be met with persistence and patience. To the glory of God, amen.